BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome in. The Essential Podcast. Okay, let me cut right to the chase. Uh, I stayed up till about one fifteen. Okay, one fifteen in the morning, sitting by the fire with Charity Scam Mike, chit chatting away. Oh man! So, and then uh, the alarm on the iPhone is something that's that's straight from the devil uh i didn't i didn't uh you know search out the tweeting birds one or uh you know waves crashing to wake you up gentle music that slowly fades in no it was this absurd death sound that just rocked me to my core Holy cow. And then uh, at about 7.53, which was just a handful of minutes ago, it occurred to me I had no idea what I was going to be doing talking about on this show. So there's a... uh, Okay, the way these usually go, it's either the worst thing that's ever happened in existence of... Uh, monologues or content creation, or for some reason it just works. I d- I don't know what it is. It it'll be a little different. I uh, if you're watching the show, obviously it looks different. You're like, what 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 happened? Where are you? Uh, so in case you don't know, uh, it is a Fear Bunker North weekend for your old pal Easy. Typically, I would do the show from the old trailer, which you're used to. You've seen that before. Uh, but my dad and Joanne, surprise appearance. They they came up north with Charity Scam Mike. So they are here, and that's theirs when they're here. So I can't, I mean, they're still sleeping right now. I can't go in there and start telling people to go fuck themselves with my dad sleeping right across from me. Uh, so this is the uh, Eric Zancho podcast, Mobile Fear Bunker Studio. This is the RV that I drive up here with these knuckleheads. These four dogs. Um, Queen of the Forest, she says to me last night, because I, it, holy shit. Um, it's always the plan to get up here early. Always. 
And uh, it if I'm finishing up a work day, if I have to do work day and then drive up, it's impossible. Um, so yesterday the day gets long and it's like 4.30 and I'm still at my house. Now, on a good day, I can get up here in four hours because I drive so damn slow. And usually midway through the drive, I have to pull over, get gas, and or take all four dogs out for a walk. And what, wow, what a chore that is. And then bring them back in and like feed them all. They're all going fucking nuts. It's uh, ridiculous. So um, that really slows me down. Uh, I finally get here. It's pitch black. Everybody's sitting on the fire. Sitting not not on the fire. You see, that's how it's going to be today. No one's sitting on the fire. All by the fire. And I got to, oh, God, I had a list of things I had to do. I had to make beds for my uh, uh, dad and Joanne. And because uh, they don't, you know, this is like a, just a place they stay at. And I had to, like, bring the linens because, you know, Diana and I soiled them um, from the gangbang the last time we were up here. That's stupid. Uh, so, yeah, that all happened. Sit down next to Charity Scam Mike. It's actually like um, uh, I had to set all my shit up here, and I tested it, and then I go, all right. I can finally relax. I got all the gear set up. That means all I need to do when I start the show on Friday is just sit down and, and come up with some things to freaking talk about. And uh, I don't have to do any setting up of the equipment. What a pain in the ass would that be? Or that would be. And uh, so then I, I open the door. I can't wait to go sit over there and gossip with Charity Scam Mike. And I open up the door and the fire is nearly out. And there's no one there. It's like 11 o'clock. Fuck this. It's ridiculous. I go over to his trailer. and I, Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, just getting ready for bed. I go, dude, get more of your wine or whatever it is you drink and get your ass out there by the fire. Are you kidding me? I'm waiting. He goes, I'm wearing my house shoes. I go, you idiot. It's, there's, who cares? There's no one here to see you, for God's sake. Get out here. He comes out there, and we just started We just started a chat. Oh, my God. I think Charity Scam Mike is my closest family member. Um, sure, you've got blood family. But I don't know, man. I just identify the most with him. So we had a hell of a time chatting each other up. I love that man. Really, really great. Uh, so there you go. As, uh, as we start yet another broadcast day, no big deal, though. I mean, I would never sit here. I did feel like I was intoxicated or hungover, I should say, when I woke up because, you know, God knows how many sleep cycles I actually got. And, of course, um, every, I don't know, short interval, I uh, I had to uh, go to the boys' room, as you know. Which, by the way, um, 
I might have mentioned this, but uh, I scheduled a visit with a urologist. And uh, when my primary care physician sent the referral over to me, Byers, he goes, okay, yeah, call these people and make an appointment with this uh, urologist because you're having all these problems. Okay, great. He wrote on the notes something that he hadn't said to me, suspected uh, possible blockage. Um, wow. So that's got me a little concerned. I'm not sure what that could possibly be. Um, Ryan is really wanting to know what's up, Easy. Uh, the fraudulent fatties is uh, is a thing which I you know I don't have um, how to sign up for. Th- I don't know anything about that. I mean, I know about it, but uh, I need like because uh, Tim Tim uh, K said, "Hey, how do I sign up for fraudulent fatties?" And I'm like, "Well, uh, I'm not really sure. I'm not even signed up." So that's just a Facebook group for uh, people who would like to sign up and then the other members of the group hold them accountable. So if by some chance, one of the fatties wakes up and says, I think I'm going to start the day by eating some chocolate and then wash it down uh, with some good diet food, a Jimmy Dean sausage sandwich. Uh, we can, we can say, no, you asshole. What are you doing? That's you're being a disgusting pig. Knock it off. Uh, it's, it's, um, motivation through shame and that can, that can really, I mean, my God, if I had in front of me right now, like a couple of, uh, fucking hostess Twinkies or whatever, I mean, that would be just, I, I would not want to do that because I feel like, you know, the people in the group, I'd be like when, when you misery loves company, you know, one of those things. Um, but Ryan, right away, I see you weren't snacking like a fatty at that fire, were you? Because I think Ryan is a fraudulent fatty, too, uh, part of the group. And then he asks again, big fraud, what did you do sitting at that fire? Did you eat like a fatty? No, I didn't eat. I didn't I didn't have one snack. Um, yesterday was a, a great day. Smoothie fest went down. And then in the uh, uh, later stages of the day, um, actually when I was driving up here, I got hungry and uh, I had uh, a sandwich, which consisted of two pieces of white bread. There's your carbs, plenty of protein with turkey and a piece of Swiss on it, a little mayo, a little mustard, and then uh, a small bowl full of uh, chips. Not perfect, but also not absurd at all. And uh, so no sweets, none of that bullshit, not a thing. I did not close the fitness ring, though. Um, that was kind of a bummer. I, I had hoped to get up here early enough and then um, be able to take a walk once I got up here. I wasn't that far off, though. I uh, I got through 339 move calories of the goal of 420. 12,436 steps, 5.43 miles. So, no, I didn't close it. But uh, I would say that considering the travel, um, that, was a, that was a success. The key for me on this move ring goal, 
is when the free podcast ends to walk, to just get done. Um, Don't worry about the boring arts and crafts that you have to do. And then just go walk, you know, get your head together. So I've done that the last few days. It's actually been uh, quite good. And it's remarkable because since uh, Tuesday, when I got really frustrated and hit my rock bottom on disgustingness, um, I haven't had a nap. Remember I was taking those monster naps every day after the free podcast. So it still might be that energy from, you know, realizing that I'm just disgusting and I'm kind of annoyed with myself. It might still be that. And it's probably not going to last forever. I, I don't ever, I don't want to be in the mode of like some gung ho asshole. Um, you know, I'm, I, I've done that before, but I'm such a piece of shit that I think it'd be better off just not worrying about any of that and just trying to be normal today and not be a disgusting slob. Um, a little bit different when you're up here, though. Um, the the, the uh, edict is calories do not count up here, and that's true. But I'm going to uh, not go that route today. Today, uh, I'm going to be a normal human being. No binges. If you don't know, uh, the last year from physical to physical, I gained 12 pounds puts me at an all-time high. And when I say it, you're like, that's not that much. Well, for me, it is. I'm a, I'm a little buddy. Again, I should be like 155. So I'm 186.4 pounds. That really, really bummed me out. Never been heavier. Never. Uh, weight up. Triglycerides up. Total cholesterol up. Good cholesterol down. Bad cholesterol up. Record levels across the board. Unbelievable performance gigantic bold step closer to death you know my doc buyers is such a shit kicker he'll take your numbers that i just told you about the actual numbers and he'll um i'll go okay so look at this and he he spells it out for me he goes based on statistics from forever your risk of sudden death from heart attack is now right here. And that is, I'm just giving you a random number. That is 65% higher than five years ago. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm not even worried about, I, I, I'm to a point now where it's like, I'm more concerned about my heart exploding than I am uh, having a fat gut. Forget the fat fucking gut. I got to live. I don't want to die. Uh, I think our king fat ass, though, our leader in this has to be Kenny right now. I'll give Kenny some credit. Uh, He's burned through 30 calories despite having a back um, that's completely destroyed. There are Stephen Hawking right now, if he were alive, would be a better athlete than Kenny. His back is so jacked. And I know we always, oh, my back. Yeah, his back's fucked up. But, you know, and I don't know why that is. I mean, when you're, when you're, uh, Kenny's a big boy. Uh, and let's be honest here. You lug around uh, that much weight. Your body is going to tell you one way or another, 
it's time to stop being that big. And, you know, we could sit here till we're blue in the face and say, come on, you can do it, Kenny. But he's got a, a bigger megaphone. His back. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody can prove it. But, I mean, if Kenny didn't uh, wasn't in the scooter fat range, he probably would not have this issue right now. And I believe that the day is coming where that's all going to be gone. There was that guy, Carlos Orozco, who um, I haven't talked to in forever out of, uh, I think, Flint, Michigan or Saginaw, Michigan, who dropped 400. Okay. Now, you're not there yet. I mean, you don't have to drop 400. Okay. You're not like over 600 pounds. But, okay, if you documented this, if you had documented this from beginning to end, had the foresight to do that, you could write a book. I mean, you'd be in like People Magazine, you know, uh, disgusting fuckhead uh, turns life around, now getting tons of pussy and ripped is what I wish the article would say. So maybe you should like go back in time and start to chronicle this, you know, start writing it down. Uh, Kenny says spine is all out of whack. Bones have extra bone growth. (laughs) You know, did you know uh, your bones have, um, when you put pressure on them, they uh, regrow and they're constantly eating up the old bone with um, these microscopic things in your bones called osteoclasts, C-L-A-S-T-S. And so the bones are constantly regenerating so they stay strong. And uh, so the osteoclasts get rid of the old bone and the osteoblasts build the new bone. So you constantly have strong bones. One of the things that causes bone growth is um, stress or pressure. So, like, when MMA guy is kicking a metal pole over and over with his shin, he's building bone with that pressure. It might be that you, I'm not even being an asshole here, with the added baggage that you have to carry, that might really be part of the um, reason why your bones did what they did. I'm not a fucking doctor. I have no idea, but... Uh, that is that is a true thing. You can look it up. And I remember it in my uh, kinesiology class because the guy said, all you got to do is remember osteoblasts, B, building. Osteoblasts, build. Osteoclasts, destroy. There you go. That's your, uh, that's your health promotion and rehabilitation uh, segment of the Eric Zancho podcast. I believe we have a new person here that is, I, I can't see it. Conquistador. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome to you. I appreciate you. Uh, Tim Kuyper is here. Tim, I am. The plan is to get to that story you sent me. All right. About the dog. That is fantastic. Thank you. In case you have to go to miss part of the show, I, I am going to hopefully get to If I don't get to that story on the free podcast, I'll get to it on the uh, Patreon podcast. 
Um, so, all right. So today is like a work day. For, it is a work day here. I bring all my shit up here. And, uh, you know, I got my family and uh, they're all still sleeping right now. Got the dogs here. You might catch a glimpse of them uh, wandering around. Um, but then, uh, yeah, a full day of uh, sitting home by the or sitting by the fire and picking up sticks and cutting logs. Uh, good to go. But uh, yeah, I had success yesterday, and uh, I actually feel great. I hope that continue. I will make it so that I continue to do that today. Got to make some smart choices here. I've just had it uh with you know i'm very frustrated with where i am right now i i have let myself go but it's real simple and i and i i've stressed this to you all and i gotta stress it to myself uh, don't eat so much make some appropriate decisions on the food and move more move uh a realtor reached out to me about this piece of property. Now, in this off-the-beaten-path area, uh, each patch of land is is five acres, parcel. And my dad had two of them. And as time passed, he sold it to me. And uh, to the in the adjacent area, the uh, owner there, Mr. Abrams, he also has 10 acres now acreage here is not expensive okay but i'm obsessed with want getting more of it so the only way i can get more of it is if these people sell okay now mr abrams is the same age as my dad i remember coming up to this place and i was about six years old and these motherfuckers would sit there and get hammered and fucking shoot bow and arrow and guns and just act like idiots while drinking you know no one even paying attention to the kids at all i mean that's the way it was back then i mean I, i'm kind of an idiot when it comes to keeping track of like if i had my grandkids here I, I wouldn't be able to stop watching i'd be afraid they would get hurt uh when my dad was my age well much younger even in his 30s Nobody gave a shit about what the kids did. They didn't give a fuck if you wandered off, okay? And uh, if you started playing with something you shouldn't be, like fire or climbing a tree or getting lost or attacked by bees, it just happened because the parents didn't care. They weren't They weren't with you. Um. That's the way it was back then. So my dad and Mr. Abrams would sit there and get all fucked up. And then uh, uh, about a year ago, I was hanging out with Nick from the arena. And uh, we were talking about that. I go, God damn it. I want, I want more property. I want more property. And again, it's not that expensive here. And uh, I go, the guy next to me is, uh, I wonder if he's still, you know, and he looks it up and it's, it's Mr. Abrams. He's like my dad's age. It's like, oh, fuck, I got to, I got to reach that guy. I got to, maybe he wants to sell his place. He's got kids my age. I think they use it for hunting. So, uh, you know, that would be 20 acres. I, I'm well on my way to having um, Oliver Anthony level piece of land. Side note, um, 
I watched, everybody sent me the, um, this is a tangent, the Joe Rogan interviews Oliver Anthony. And um, Rogan fucking sucks. Okay, I'm just going to say that. He gets this guy on. And it's a two and a half hour conversation. He might salvage it later. I don't know. But Rogan, all anybody wants to hear about with Oliver Anthony is about him. No one really knows anything about the guy. You got a great opportunity for extended time to talk with him about what's going on and and just give me more background. I, I That's all I want is background about Oliver Anthony. For the first 30 minutes of that fucking interview, and that's where I stopped. I couldn't take it anymore. Rogan does all the talking. And it's typical. It just uh, kind of bouncing around from weirdo topic to weirdo topic. They're laughing and having a good time, but they're not discussing Anything that's actually interesting. Nothing. Kuiper says that was a great interview. Well, I I can only assume then it got better. Uh, either that or I'm just more critical than you are. Uh, the first 30 minutes sucked. I'm actually bouncing ahead and it's all Rogan talking. The Dollar Anthony doesn't even fucking talk. Cole says you missed two hours of it. All right, well, I mean, it might get better. I didn't have any more time to listen to the rest of it, but the first 30 minutes was a pile of shit. An absolute abortion. Rogan, God damn it, he's almost too lazy. He's too fucking laid back. Uh, Cole says they even played the Jocko Good video. I don't know, man. Um... I'll listen to it on the way home. See if they can actually talk about something interesting. The guy's the interesting thing. Uh, I don't want to hear Joe's take on hot rod cars. God damn it. Um, where the fuck was I? Oh, so, uh, this realtor reaches up and she goes, hey, do you want to sell your place? I go, no, no, I don't. I don't. I So, in fact, I want, I, I want, I want to, I want to get more land. And I'm trying to get um, Mr. Abrams. And she goes, well, I can make that happen. If he's willing to do it, I can make that happen for you. I go, oh, yeah? Because this is what I've been looking for. Because I'm, I'm too, I, if I just reached out to him, um, well, first of all, I don't think I'd ever do it because I just, I get so caught up in everything and then I just don't do it. But um, if this goes the way I would like it to go, we're, we're, we're uh, well on our way to establishing like a uh, Branch Davidian type of compound setup here. Um, we could have our own community. Oh, I'd have a charity scam, Mike. I said, I'm like, look, as it is right now, you can put a place up wherever you want. I don't care. Um, but the idea of, um, cause I, I just love it up here. It's fantastic. Last night, uh, we're sitting there by the fire and all of a sudden we noticed it got uh, super bright and that moon rose up above the trees and suddenly, oh my God, intense casting these huge shadows. The whole valley was lit up in like, 
uh, uh, this type of milky ghost light. Uh, I was I was expecting to see Harry's dad's Patronus uh, uh, running and destroying the uh, what are those things called again? The Dementors. That's what I pictured. The stag going after the Dementors. Some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. Corey knows what I'm talking about. Oh, great scene. Awesome scene. All right. I have uh, I'm, I announced this on the Patreon, but um, it's worth mentioning now. Last uh, Yesterday I was talking with you about uh, our old buddy John Jamingo. And uh, John played that bit where he's talking about, yeah, you know, hey, I'm not going to go on the Eric Zane show because, you know, I'd get him canceled. I just, yeah, you know, I'm just doing him a favor. I'm just not going to get him. Yeah, you know. And and I see the other two guys looking at him like, what, huh? what are you talking That doesn't sound like you. Uh, and then I shared with you the uh, week earlier text when he's like, oh, man, we would do a great show together. So that was just a phony act is what that is. And that, and I've thought that about John for quite some time. Um, he's blow smoke bullshitter. Um, I guess we all do, but to some degree, but that was just stupid. And everybody saw through that fucking shit. Uh, so let's see. Yesterday, I wrote the looks that the other two guys had on their faces on your show last night when you came up with that lame reason why you say you don't want to be on my show. They so did not believe any of that bullshit. Do you think that nonsense? Did you think that nonsense up on the flyer? Did you actually plan it? And then I just simply said, let's do a show Tuesday, September 12. And he writes when and where. So this idiot uh, he doesn't, he make, uh, he's very foolish because he never realizes how dumb he looks to, well, he would look dumb to a normal audience, but let's be honest here. Most people that listen to that show, these are not Rhodes scholars. These are dumb, dumb people. If you're so dumb that you neglect your teeth that's a, a pretty a pretty big glaring red flag there. And I go, where? Your house. I'll send you a link. What time works best for you? And it, now this is the guy who said, oh, man, I would tear into Eric like a grizzly bear here. I don't want to get him canceled, but, uh, you know, so I'm doing him a favor. The grizzly bear's not going to tear into him. Hell, yo. I said, you can even invite. I said, I'll take my chances with the super controversial John Jay. You can even invite all the listeners on your show who used to listen to me. I'll send them a link as well. Maybe any of those idiots if they want to get anything off their chest, they, every single one of them can be on this. I don't give a shit. It could be 20 on one. They can ask me whatever they want. I doubt any will. They're all big talkers who would never dare have the nerve to say anything to my face. 
I said, and if you want, uh, and if you want, tell all those assholes they are all unblocked. I want them to see this. Remember, John was complaining yesterday when he was enjoying the show and chatting on Discord about being blocked. I said, oh, yeah, I did block him. So I went and unblocked him and every single one of those pieces of shit. I don't give a fuck anymore. Two hours later, Ding Dong writes, Hey, I'm in, yo. Uh, Tuesday, September 12th, 1 p.m. I go, oh, yeah? Did you ask permission from your pals? Did they give you the okay? I didn't ask for permission. <laughs> um, so he no doubt reached out to Bob, who he said, who's Eric Zane? And then reached out to um, uh, Stafford Township Commissioner Paul Creer's uh, wife, man. And, uh, and, and said, Hey, can I go And they said, yeah, well, I guess Kenny says the impression sounds like Archie Bunker. Yeah, little, I, I got that too, but uh, I think that's what I'm going to go with. Kind of like how you don't actually go, ah, oh, my back, you know, but John does sound like a derelict. All right. So that is happening September 12th. I want to, I want to hear the grizzly bear. Uh, Tear me a new one. Oh, no. I I can't wait to just basically interview him. And I, I want to know where John got the notion that I'm a liar. Now, he's smart enough, I think, to understand that this jaded group of uh, uh, yuck mouths um have come up with a um, storyline and have given that to John and he bit and takes it hook, line, and sinker. No one's ever asked me what happened. Idiot. I've never done anything to John. I like John. I don't know why John uh, ever took a run at me. I've never done anything to him. In fact, I've supported him. Uh, Corey says probably just... What Bimbo Kate told him. Oh, Kate's a fucking psycho. Uh, this all goes back to Dean. That toucher. Holy shit. Um, all right. So I cannot wait to get into that. September 12th, 1 p.m. It's going to be excellent. Okay. Now, I'm not the, I'm not just to get him on there and, and yell at him and call him a fat fuck or anything like that. I actually want to talk to the guy. I think John is interesting to some degree. I, I know very little about him. Um, when I'm actually paying attention to his show, uh, when he gets riled up, I find that to be entertaining. I Anything he talks about in the world or politics, it's not nearly as, uh, as entertaining. Um, and it's, I don't know. It's an echo chamber in there, which I guess some people might say that my show is also an echo chamber, but I mean, not exactly. There's plenty of people who listen to my show who, um, you know, don't think like I do about things in the world. Uh, I met a uh, new transgender friend yesterday. This is unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to keep names out of this. Uh, eventually it might weed its way into the show but this is unbelievable um an audience member 
discovered that a friend became a chick. Okay. And the audience member hadn't like um, spoken with this person in a few years. So then out of the blue, audience member discovers that person that was a dude is now a woman. And uh, that, okay, I'm going to keep the other part out of it. I got to, I got to think about this. I don't want to reveal too much. Um, but this audience member says, hey, this person was a dude, is now a chick, is a fan of you. You have a daughter who's gay and dating a transgender uh man will you reach out to this person and encourage them or encourage her i said sure what's going on and it was revealed to me that uh the day prior the transgender woman reached out to the audience in their in their reach out together had said i'm struggling and actually uh, the word suicide came up. Now, I don't know this at the time. I just know struggling. And uh, right away, well, of course, of course. Oh, my God. So um, introduction and then conversation. And it was great. Uh, right away, friends for life. And um, this person has been through the ringer. The full on deal. Now, imagine this. Um, changes gender. Family abandons him, abandons her. Um, this person has two children to a uh, person who is now his ex-wife. Kids adore um, dad, I guess. I, I, that's a question. What are you referred to now? Are you, are you still referred to as dad? I'm not even being a smartass. Um, so, and then there's, uh, I, I don't know the particulars, but. This person has been out of work for a couple of years, depressed as hell, fucked up, fucked up. And um, not like, I'm not being uh, critical. I'm just saying, just doesn't feel right. Just doesn't feel good at all. We hit it up right away, right away. And uh, I, I couldn't be more happy because this person yesterday, um, it was revealed to her that there's a lot of people that care about her. Um, the person who tipped me off about it, me, and then another person connected with the first person gave her a job. So she has been out of work and circling the drain and contemplating suicide the day before. What a difference one day makes. Outpouring of success. Three important people uh, are like, oh, my God, how are you? And now has a job. It was remarkable. This all unfolded post-podcast yesterday to end of the day yesterday. Absolutely incredible. I uh, was just so happy about that. So um, as time uh, passes, this might actually be revealed to you to some degree just because you know how I am and these stories from my personal life uh, become quite prominent but uh, man I just uh, I just felt great about that um, 
So there you go. I just thought you might like to hear that story. All right. Off and rolling. Uh, If you ever want to reach me, the easiest way is to send me an email. Send it along to eric at ericzaneshow.com. That is the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you to Shoreliners Striping. They stripe athletic fields. Uh, they stripe parking lots. They stripe the inside of uh, factories and workplaces where there's like uh, concrete and uh, you got your little work zone uh, 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 painted off or there's an arrow, forklifts go this way, you know, shit like that. That's what uh, Shoreliners Striping does here in West Michigan. Um, if you're enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter or YouTube, please make it a point to subscribe on Twitch because that's where you get the show each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time in its entirety. I'm going to end up sending you on your way here uh, as we continue on the show. I would like to stress, though, that if you ever, um, and again, that's Patreon, I'm sorry, Jesus, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and off you go. Thank you. Uh, the audio podcast of this is free on wherever you listen to shows. Eric Zane Show podcast. And you'll find it. Just type my name and there it is. Subscribe, rate, and review. That's very nice. Um, there are some other things, too, that I like to mention. Um, first of all, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. X or Twitter at Eric Zane Show and my YouTube channel. And then the Patreon. Oh, my God, the Patreon. Uh P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, where I have hours and hours of content in addition to this uh, each and every week. And the best way to do this and see if, like, hey, this is for me, is to sign up for the seven-day free trial. Yes. It's very simple. Just go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, sign up for the seven-day free trial, and then you might like uh, what I'm offering there. And if you do... Uh, after seven days, you'll be charged because you're putting in a payment form. However, make no mistake, this is not a bait and switch. I make it very easy to cancel. So you could, in theory, cancel after one day of the free trial and you still get those seven days. But I'm hoping you like it. Uh, you can sign up for five bucks a month is all of the audio. Ten bucks a month is the audio, the video, and the live stream. So Facebook. X and YouTube, I'm sending you on your way. All right. Oh, shit. Damn it. I think I might have just shut down the Twitch audience. I hope you're back. Sorry about that. Hopefully, let me know in the chat. Corey says he fucked up. Was Twitch supposed to end? Ryan says, I am here. Yeah, I toggled it back. Sorry about that. Hit refresh. What an asshole. All right. Hopefully that works out. Let me know. Let me know. All I'm getting is LOL, asshole, amateur hour. Could I get a, hey, you're back, no big deal. That would be nice. 
Look at all these comments. No one is actually asking me or uh, telling me that it's it's okay. Thank you, Kenny. It's like you're sharks waiting for me to fuck up, which I did. And then the second I do, ha ha, asshole. Oh my God. Motherfuck. That's going to fuck up the average viewers. <sighs> Ryan, thank you. I did see you. Um, Kenny says we learned from the best. Yeah, that's true. That is true. All right. Open and live stream of the show brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Frank is back. He took a few months off. Now, I want to make this, uh, for, for new audience members, this is what you need to be aware of. First of all, this is Frank. Look at him. He's super serious and fantastic. Uh, if you, okay, if you're a person or you know a person who's getting close to retirement age, they're going to be signed up for Medicare. Don't do this on your own. When it comes to Medicare, Social Security, the only person who you want to talk to is Frank Fuss. Also, if you're not getting ready to retire and not an old bastard, get your health insurance through Frank Fuss. I do this. Self-employed, um, and you want to have insurance for your family or whatever, like I am, um, don't go to healthcare.gov on your own. Reach out to Frank at mypolicyshop.com. When you do this, he takes care of everything with uh, that is insurance related for you. And you don't raise a finger. And the best part, it's free. Period. Frank does not make money. You do not give Frank money. All right. Every insurance company under the sun does give him money because he does all of the heavy lifting to get you in the right policy. Okay. Like with Medicare, government subsidized health care, which you pay into your whole life. It better be damn good. It is, but you can screw that up. There's some choices that you have to make to make sure that you get the most coverage. Frank takes care of that. Who wants to sit there and read all these stupid long forms and pull their hair out? Screw that. Reach out to Frank today. MyPolicyShop.com. Now, uh, whether it's Michigan residents or Florida residents turning 65, he can help you. But if you're outside of those states, Frank can still help you. Because he has a network of people who can he can uh, point you out to and introduce you to. Trust me, it all starts at mypolicyshop.com. Whether it's healthcare for your family through the uh, uh, healthcare.gov, 
or it's through Medicare and Social Security, your retirement, all these things. Frank can help you. Um, my life changed when I met this man because you're one of the podcasts. I did it myself. Wow. Um, that was blunder filled and a catastrophe. A lot of headaches. Uh, I was introduced to Frank from uh, Allen at Blue Frost IT, and the rest is history. I can't say enough about him. So when you go to this website, mypolicyshop.com, it says click here to get started. That's it. There's a spot there that says, how did you hear about me? My name is there. Make sure you tell him uh, through the website or voice it to him that Eric Zane is wonderful. And, oh, my God, Frank, it's such a good thing that you marketed with Eric Zane because he's the greatest thing ever. Uh, Frank is also a pretty great personality on par with, like, Rick and Kyle. So I said, Frank, you got to be on the show with me. And besides, his name's Frank Jude Fuss. What a great name. My Policy Shop Insurance. All right. Kenny says, so Frank Fuss takes away all the fuss. Yeah, sure. Low-hanging fruit there, but yeah, I get it. Young Adam Schwab says, fun fact. I actually referred someone to Frank a few weeks ago. Thank you, Adam. When you do that, make sure that you say, hey, uh, so I got this guy, but convince that person because that's still mine. I mean, you referred them, but I got you on board, so I still get credit. So if you do pass someone along um, Frank's name, say, hey, I know you don't know this guy, but tell him you heard about it on Eric Zane. You will help me. Okay, because Frank's a real ball buster. All right, I got this many referrals from your audience. You're going to have to pick up your game. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Anyway. Um, Kyle says, yay, Frank is back. My insurance is coming up for renewal. Gonzalez, 1969, says, I did refer Irvine to some GR family. Thank you. With Frank Fuss, there's no muss. Nick says, I called Frank a while back about contractor's insurance. Oh, yeah. If you're self-employed, are you, need to, or are you insuring your contractors? Or are you the contractor that you, you want that is to get insured? He does all that shit. Oh, God. Um, there is a nap in store for your old pal EZ today. I can guarantee you that. Maybe even some sex. All right. Uh, while we're talking about Irvine's, or since that was mentioned, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids, Hybrid, and uh, EV, 616-532-6600. Get your vehicles repaired there. Family, veteran, lady-owned, the best in the business. ER Vines. ERVines.com. 616-532-6600. The multi-talented mom of the show, Megan, 
Okay, so here's the dynamic. We're doing the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and Megan's here. There are certain things that I say that I know for a fact she's not going to approve of. Keep an eye on Megan when I say something that's really off the reservation. It's hysterical because she goes, she just kind of looks at me like a mom. I'm like, oh, fuck. Thank you, Megan. You are the best. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, nap by the fire pit. Oh, hell no. In the bed. In the bed here in the mobile fear bunker studio. Buster Murdoch speaks. Did you catch this? He was uh, interviewed by some lady on Fox News. Okay. I don't have the whole thing here, but I've got a segment. Uh, they talked about it on uh, some Fox affiliate live now from Fox. And they went over some of the key points. Okay. Buster is uh, the oldest son. He's the only living family member of uh, uh, dude. What the fuck is his name? What's dad's name? I know it's Murdoch. Anyway, uh, he shot his wife and kid, killed them. He's in prison for that. And then there was also the gay kid that everybody says Buster, uh, Alec Murdoch, that Buster was having sex with the child child 15 years old that those two were in high school having sex and then everybody says that buster killed that kid in 2015 so it was all on the table in this interview i don't know why buster would agree to do this shit all right audio check video check let us begin we were previewing this conversation we're about to have uh, with Fox News correspondent Nate Foy, uh, highlighting some of the key moments uh, after Fox's Martha McCallum sat down with Buster Murdoch. And Nate joins us now to talk about that. Uh, Nate, good to see you. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, are going to be watching this tonight. This is the really first moment he has spoken out at length since his father's sentencing earlier this year. What can we expect in this conversation? Well, you nailed it. It's his first and only interview since his father went to prison. And Buster Murdoch tells our Martha McCallum that he thinks the jury got it wrong. And the real killer is still out there. He says that he fears for his safety. He thinks about it when he goes. I know how you feel. I've been looking for the real killer since I got out. Goes to bed at night. A jury convicted his father, Alec, of murdering his brother, Paul, who was just 22 years old, and his mother, Maggie, back in 2021. Buster tells Martha he is confused by some of the evidence presented at trial, and he did have this to say about his father. When I look up the definition of, of psychopath, like someone who can completely get away with lying and acting normal. I think of any old Joe. And carrying through as if nothing's happening. Does that describe your dad when you look at those definitions of that? I'm not prepared to sit here and say that it encompasses him as a whole, but certainly I think there are characteristics where you look at the manipulation 
in the lies and the carrying out of that such, and I, I think that's a fair assessment. Okay. So Buster Murdoch just said his dad's a psychopath. Yet, no, no, of course he didn't murder my mom and my brother. No. What? What? If I'm Alec Murdoch, I have this guy killed for that comment. So the documentary gives an intimate look at the Murdoch family before and after the murders. There are never before seen home videos. I don't know. I've never. I, Murdoch, um, because of the red hair and the doughy body and the pasty white skin, he looks like such a pussy to me. I can't believe that this guy would have uh, any ability to do anything like this. Where Buster says at points. In fact, if I was his lawyer, I'd use that in court and say, clearly this guy is a pussy. Look at him. There's no way he could do anything. He was closer to his mom. Paul was closer to Alec Murdoch at points. Uh, we also see new footage of Alec immediately after the murders. That you thought they rushed to judgment because the person who found the bodies was the easiest person to charge. Why would they want to do that to your dad? I think it's one of those things where you have to do... Because he was an asshole and everybody hated him. ...do something. And I think that it was... And that's the option and the route that they decided to go. I can't tell you how much I hate red hair on adult men. Women? All damn day. I'm married to one. In fact, prior to Diana, the first vagina actually... Yeah, first vagina every touch, ever touched was a redhead. With. My biggest thing that I want people to realize that there are always two sides of the story. Now they can pick which one they want to believe, but I think there's a heck of a lot that still needs to be answered about what happened on June the 7th. All those words, no one even heard what he said. He's, he's good at just saying lots of words that don't really mean anything. Well, certainly a heck of a lot of new ground was covered in this documentary. You'll even hear from Alec himself in private recordings of phone calls from prison. He reads his private journal in those recordings. He actually broke inmate rules in doing that and has now lost his phone privileges for 30 days because of it. We'll send it back to you. Yeah, Nate, I remember, you know, all throughout the trial, uh, we heard the conversations, the, the phone calls between Buster and Alec uh, while Alec was, you know, in custody, in prison, while on trial. And so they, they kept in touch. I don't know how anybody in America. OK, if you were to line up 100 Americans. And ask them, did O.J. Simpson do it? You would get a certain number of them uh, that that don't think he did it. Probably an older black dude. Uh, probably older black dudes. But if you were to do the same thing to people who are aware of the Murdoch story, 100 people, and ask them, 100 out of 100 would say, of course he did it. This guy, if you know anything about this, is unbelievable, unbelievable maniac. Uh, you you must watch any of the documentaries that are out about this guy. They were in communication quite a lot. I'm also kind of curious, uh, and, you know, a lot of people are going to be watching this tonight, uh, the role uh, and the questions that have kind of surrounded Buster Murdoch's, you know, alleged role, if that is a thing, in the 2015 uh, death of one of his classmates there in high school. Do you think that's going to be brought up as well? 
I can tell you that it is brought up. You're talking about the death of his 19-year-old classmate, where Buster was also accused of having intimate relations uh, with that male classmate. He denies that and denies having uh, anything to do with his murder. This documentary certainly, as I said, covers a lot of ground. You really see an intimate look at the family through those home videos, and Martha covers everything that you would want to know uh, from Buster, but not only Buster, other people that knew the family, as well as uh, behind-the-scenes footage during the trial. She speaks with the legal team uh, that was representing Alec Murdoch. So it is certainly a must-watch. I'm personally one episode in. I got two more, but I, I oh, can, uh, shit. personally it's a series. It's very well done. All right. Uh, as always, Nafoy, we do appreciate uh, all of your reporting and definitely. All right. That's excellent. I'm looking forward to that. Ladies and gentlemen, John Jamingo is in the house. Holy cow. The prodigal son returns. Um, let's see. I wonder if I can invite you in on guest star. I don't think I can. I'm not good at it. You know, it says add guest. I wonder if that would work. Guest star. Yeah, I don't want to do that right now. Maybe down the road. I'm not, I'm just not good at it. Um, John says hello to Maury. First, John says the Boomer Bunker already did this story. So what? somebody went into John's show, one of you, and just to fuck with them when I was talking about whatever, because they were talking about whatever, and I guess I had mentioned it. it was the Mitch McConnell thing. And someone says, yeah, hey, uh, Zane already talked about this. It, it, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Trying, trying to piss him off. I don't think it did. Um, but that's part of the whole um, dynamic between us. I, I, I can't wait to see the big grizzly bear in action. Uh, he, he talks to his pal Maureen there. Uh, radio voice Linda says, oh, great. John's here. No, John's all right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you caught the beginning of the show, John. What in the world could you have? Why would you be angry at me? I haven't done anything to you. What What is going on? Jesus. This is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. So I'm going to have you on my show. Are you going to do the same? Are you going to put it on like your show too? Um. Aram says it takes two weeks for you to prepare your thoughts, John. No, I, I suggested the date. The the following week, I can't do it. I'm very, very busy. The, the 12th at 1 p.m. is the first available. No, everybody's, um, yeah, yeah I, you, you don't have to attack John, okay? Um. John says, Bob and I had a fight and someone you said, someone said you had covered it already. I, I don't know what that means. Um, I did mention that <laughs> I did see that um, you, you guys did get in a fight and I noticed that the uh, former Zaniacs were screaming at you to stop and do this and do, and quit being mean. Um, that's them sinking their claws into you. They they think that they are like people who can dictate the content. And that's uh, absolutely how it went with me. 
man, I'm telling you, over time, they're going to turn on you. Maybe not. I don't know. But Jesus. So anyway, what the hell were you mad at? I didn't do that. This has been months now. You've been like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm defending these. You calling me a bully. You don't even know what happened. You've gotten one half of the story, John, from these idiots. You've not heard me. We haven't spoken. What kind of a, I mean, I know you call yourselves underinformed or whatever it is, but John, you could have reached out to me and said, hey, what the fuck is going on with these people? You just took their word for it. Come on, John. You got more sense than that. Um, all right. And all you've done is make excuses for these people. Uh, Bob and I were fighting. Someone said you covered it already. It was funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It all, it all gets lost in my brain. Uh, poor Bob. Bob uh, actually has been, he said nice things about me. He didn't want you to pick on my daughter, uh, which you did not. And that's nice. Uh, I mean, whatever. If you did, you did. I, I put her on the podcast. I don't give a shit. You are a bully. I'm not a bully. What are you talking about? That is not true at all. Uh, and, and we'll talk about this on the 12th. But bullies are people who... Like if I went ahead and just for no particular reason decided to destroy um, people who've done nothing to me, the only people that I res respond to are people who I treat poorly are people who treat me poorly. And then John says, I see you bully Kenny and Amanda. Okay. Well, I think you need to ask Kenny and Amanda. You need to, you need to run it by Kenny and Amanda. Um, I'm not going to explain where they are coming from because that's not my place, but you need to, uh, ask them about being bullied. Can't speak to that. I could understand why you think that because of my tone and the things I say. Uh, conquistador says, guys, don't fight. It's triggering my anxiety. I, I, I don't look at this as a fight. This is a conversation between adults, which I'm talking, he is writing. Um, so anyway, even if I was, even if I was a bully, which I'm not, um, how does that concern you? Even if I was bullying Amanda and Kenny, what do you care? What makes this your fight? Um, Aram says you are a bully. No, I, I can't speak to that. Maybe that's what the Zaniacs, the former Zaniacs were upset about when you were beating up Bob the other day. Now, if that's the case, um, I think that's that would be a little bit of, uh, I mean, if, if I was a bully, which I'm not, if I was, that would be pot calling the kettle black. I, I could just say, well, you would know. But whatever, we'll save it. I'm looking forward to it. This is a great opportunity to, um, you know, get up some uh, attention 
draw the interest of our conversation that we're going to have. Conquistador is new and says, what's a Zaniac? Well, let me give you the very abridged version of this. When I started this podcast four years, nine months ago, this uh, very uh, passionate group of people, big supporters of mine, um, opened up their hearts and were just so accommodating and sweet and giving and nice, built me a studio, did all these amazing things for me. Um, was fine. was great. Loved it. So happy. Time wore on, and they developed this sense of entitlement. They called themselves the Zaniacs as a term of endearment. And uh, as time wore on, they started to um, stalk. Uh, You had some stalker incidents that went down, people coming to my house unannounced, and this was starting to eat away at my soul. And I was like, oh, God, this is – and it started to come to a head – And finally it did in one catastrophic moment where I lashed out at one of them. And um, then because of lashing out at one of them um, and them starting to think that, hey, I'm an asshole for whatever reason, they then left in mass. It was about 10, 12 of them. I don't have a lot of people that pay attention to me to begin with. So, uh, but it had to be. And they were dominating the chat that we're talking on now. And they were really kind of um, closed-minded and super dumb. But I loved them for a period of time. Um, Upon them leaving, uh, my show audience kind of changed because more people started participating on the chat. And it it worked out. It it just worked out. They have, um, these people have never gotten over it. So they have a Facebook page where constantly they're throwing out things about me. And um, I remember I was at a car show one time last year at about this time. And one of them went went there to take pictures of me and shit and post them on there. And really horrible stuff. Very creepy, creepy stuff. They recently had a We Hate Eric Zane party where they had scarecrows of me dotted all along this one uh, losers property. It was horrible. Um, so over time I have always responded. I've, if they, if they want to go ahead and address it and do that, I, I use that and tell the stories of this nonsense to again, uh, solidify the idea that these are fucking lunatics. Strangely enough, they all are disgusting to look at. Okay, now maybe this is what you mean by the bully, but it's a fact. They all are massively gross, busted out teeth, eye gnawed out, scars on their face, just gross people. Horrible. And uh, so I use that as a jumping off point to to rip them a new one. And then um, I'm constantly paying attention to who's out in front of my house. That's it. Uh, PSN Bleach says, show got much better after they were gone. Radio Voice Linda says, the show and the chat change for the much, much better. Wenji says, they are the pure definition of mongrel. 
Corey says 100% they were the they were a cancer. Mike Q in Western Mass says the cast of Tiger King worse worse. Uh, Ryan says the bad news is you gained me. Thank you, Ryan. That, in a nutshell, is the story. And, um, in fact, there was a Facebook page called Zaniacs United. And um, if you were to look at it back then, it was it was all full, like, anti-gay memes and anti-transgender memes and uh, racist memes and, and, uh, and, and just horrible, bigoted stuff that I really don't want my name associated with. But at the time, I was kind of like, boy, but this is my audience. What do I do? I'm, I'm really do- I don't have anything else. I can't. I have to depend on these people, but my wagon is hitched to them. So it actually worked out because now I don't have to deal with that. You know, who wants to be around that? Um, and that continues over there. They changed the name of the Facebook page to Castaways United, which is hilarious because uh, the idiot who Andrea, who put the page together, she wanted to say cast-offs, like, hey, we were cast off by the Eric Zane show, but she's so dumb that she named it Castaways United, which Castaway is like SS Minnow, like Gilligan and Skipper. But she doesn't know that because she's, again, she's super dumb. Um, So that's where that came from. So that group of people is still there. Um, and that's it. That's basically it. Uh, if there's anything else, I'll fill you in over time. But, um, yeah. So I beat the shit out of them because they beat the shit out of me. I mean, that's, that's how it goes. That's how fights work. And then the interest, this Jamingo character, um, you know, I the my some of those bigots would then go to his show because he's a super bigot. I mean, he says the n word on his show all the time. He's horrible. He's uh, he says horrible, horrible things on his show about race, and it's it's awful. And that's something I'm going to talk with John about. I mean, this motherfucker's got grandkids. He's dropping the n word. It's fucking way awkward. Um, and so they all now go to his show the boomer bunker. And when they do their show, they sit around and say the N word to each other. It's really bad. And it's a shame because John, I think is, uh, has some skills. I've said it many times. I've said it when I'm saying he's a fucking asshole, which he is that he has some skills. Okay. I've, this is all I've done since I was 15 years old. And when I think I have someone, I can tell someone who can drive content and that fat fuck, can drive content. So I fully expect our show together to be a smash. We'll probably start doing a regular show and we'll probably make some money on it. Um, okay. Because we are complete opposite. He's a bigot and I am not. And I think that that would be a good show together. So we should probably, John, what you need to do, we need to do is we need to come up with Patreon. Just a special dedicated Patreon for you and I. 
Okay, either a Patreon or we do it on YouTube and do super chats. Everybody does super chats. I don't do super chats because I feel like I ask for enough money as it is. But whatever, we'll figure some shit out. We'll do a regular show, and you and I will earn some money on the dynamic of basically me destroying you every time we talk. You know? Uh, Dan says, I blame them for causing the rift between you and Ben and thus the shit canning from BBL. Oh, they were absolutely, they were so pissed off at Ben because he did what he wanted to do his comedy show without audience members there because he was afraid that they would wreck it and they would. Um, And then they like went to town on him and uh, uh, tore him down big time. And that did have something to do with the rift between us. Thank you, Dan, for bringing that up. So the hype is building. August, uh, September 12, 1 p.m., the Eric Zane Show, fat fuck. Uh, wait, what did I? Fat fuck debate between John and I. Because we're both fat fucks. A combined weight of 600 pounds. Me having 186 of those pounds. The fat fuck uh, symposium will go down. And John, you got to convince those pieces of shit to be there. I can't do it. It's finally an opportunity for those disgusting assholes to join us. Ask me anything you fucking want. They're free to be here if they want to. You need to convince those maggots on your show to be on this show. I don't care. That's fine. They won't because they're gutless. These are gutless people. Okay. Uh, Just because you did a favor for Zane and his show doesn't mean they get ownership of the show. That was 100% my argument. All right. Uh, oh, hey, Conquistador was brand new. I really appreciate that. It. it says, you're not fat. Well, guess what? I'm going to show you something horrible. You ready? Look at this. This is, look at that. Dudes, it gathers on their uh, midsection. That's a spare tire. Wow. You can't tell me I'm not fat. But you know what? I'm a little less fast uh, fat today than I was yesterday. Joe Martinez says, no wonder you can't get any. This is all true. I don't, I don't deny any of this. I have let myself go. Uh, Linda says, at least you have ripples that resemble a six pack. Yeah, that's the origin of the flabdomen. Okay. Is that one of your new moves? No. Conquistador says, I retract my previous comment. Man, it collects on the uh, abdomen. 
first, and then it works its way to the face. My face is a lot fatter than I, than it was. You wouldn't believe it. And the, a fat pack. I like a fat pack. Ladies, it accumulates on the hips. That is called android and gynoid obesity. Android is, I know it sounds weird, is the obesity that men have. Men look like apples because it collects on the midsection, makes them round. And women, it collects on their hips. Gynoid obesity and uh, shapes like a pear. That's what I learned in my uh, obesity class. I actually had a class called obesity. Chicks get hips, dudes get spare tire. And as you get older, it's harder to get off. I mean, literally, to get the weight off and get off. Okay. I am so ashamed of what I have done to myself. I think I'm actually beating myself up more than anyone else. Uh, Wenji says, you know, you're overweight when your fingers get fatter. Yep. Yep. Jimmy with the line of the day. My fat is a swollen liver. Oh, how you doing, buddy? Call me anytime. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go potty and get another cup of coffee. Ryan says, I'm also very mad at myself, Eric. You're not alone. I used to be a sex stud. Yeah, you will be. Because right now, you're a fraudulent fatty. And uh, today, we're going to get through this together, fatties. We're going to make good decisions. We're going to avoid sweets and sugar and shit like that. Um, We're going to eat sensibly. If you do eat some carbs, eat some protein with it. So we don't have spikes in our blood sugar. That's bad on our bodies. Okay? That's what we're going to do today. And we're going to move. We're going to go for a few walks. We're going to take some short walks throughout the day. Half hour, 15 minutes, whatever the fuck. Get that shit done. Move more. Eat less. That's it. Be less gross. I went from too skinny and embarrassed about that to fat as fuck in two years. I just say it's a thyroid problem. Oh, Ben. Ben Weller. Okay, don't go anywhere. I gotta go pee. Uh, Ding Dong, uh, Ding Dong Ryan writes, Yesterday was amazing. I took Meathead's advice and avoided eating anything until I was hungry. So I had no breakfast and no lunch, just a nice small dinner. Um, That's a horrible decision. That's not good. Uh, You definitely want to eat. You know better than that. You can figure that out. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you got to eat. Come on now. Uh, According to the scale, I've somehow lost 0.8 pounds, but maybe that was all fecal matter. I don't know. By the way, if you're not taking Metamucil before you go to bed, if you're over 40, you're making a mistake. You got to get that shit out of you, you know. Uh, John Jaminga was back. He was uh, driving before. That's why he wouldn't. He wasn't chatting. I wasn't like talking him into oblivion. Uh, 
Ryan says they say fasting works. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, I'm not going that route. I'm just going to eat what I'm supposed to eat sensibly and move more. That's it. In the back of my head, I feel like I can start running again at some point. All right. This is the adorable dog story. You know what? Let me take care of this first, and then I'll do this adorable dog story. Uh, thank you to Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. If you are in the West Michigan area uh, with your furnace and your uh, AC, you you have a guy. It's Joe, 616-516-8579. You should see him twice a year, at least. Um, hopefully nothing more. Just to tune up your AC and tune up your uh, furnace. 616-516-8579. For uh, Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. He's the absolute best. Uh, whether it's just uh, tuning up those important pieces of equipment or getting a brand new furnace or AC, he will help you out. Go ahead and get a couple other estimates from some other guys in town. I don't give a shit who it is. Just make sure Joe is last. Uh, if he doesn't beat them on the price, he does a great job of explaining what you're getting with those other guys. That, okay, well, yes, but, you know, and um, seriously, uh, more often than not, Joe will beat the competition. Uh, dare I say always, but that's up to him to say. 616-516-8579. Absolutely spectacular. He services my furnace and my AC, and I've never been happier. And you'll see the A&E heating and cooling logo now inside of Van Andel Arena. Uh, because he's marketing with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Great job. Yeah, you got to get past that ProTec thing. There's another heating and cooling company that does something there. A&E is horning in on the action, as they should. And you know what's great about that? Is because now that he has a sign there, and uh, I can point it out from the PA booth. So he knows the right guy when it comes to, because if it's just there, hanging there, that's great. People are going to see it. But now the PA announcer is going to mention it because I've got the mic. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage as well. 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage, call Mario anywhere in the United States. If you want to get some money out of your home, maybe use that cash for Fixing up the place or uh, going on a trip or paying off a high-interest credit card bill, you can take care of that, too. So whether it's your first mortgage or your 10th, the NMLS number is 3035. You reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Future Mrs. Shoreliners writes, cutting the hours you consume calories is the key. 16-hour fast was crazy helpful. I got a, I got out of it uh, to, uh, but going to start again Monday. Got a 16-hour fast? I've heard 12, 16. Is that really? That's a lot. Yeah, I guess that, I guess I, I think I do remember it that way. Nikki says, my biggest problem, I work overnights and I sleep roughly three hours a day. 
I boredom eat and hit the vending machines at work on and off all night. Um, I think, okay, what might help that is um, beginning the habit, the 30 day, it takes 30 days of constantly thinking about the next bite you're going to have and literally eating for function, functionality. So you'll, let's say you plan and bring to work with you or you have a supply of various things that are appropriate, whatever, hard-boiled eggs, tuna, um, lean meats, vegetables, and you, you can't let that slip. You have to keep that steady amount and make sure it tastes good. Uh, and then plan around it. Plan your day of eating. Did you say you only get three hours of sleep a day? Okay, I think that's the that's the first thing we need to work on there. Can you maybe break down that? I'm I'm curious. I'm not I'm not even gonna be. A, I wouldn't be a dick to you anyway, but uh, some of you I would, but not you. Why? What what's going on? That is it because you cannot sleep. Or is it there's things consuming you that you you can only sleep for three hours a day? Holy shit, that sounds uh, frightening to me. Whoops, what the fuck am I doing? All right. Um, Nikki says, we have fridges and lockers. It's laziness. Oh, well, you can do that then. You can turn that around. Some anxiety, I think. I'm not really sure. Um, you know, I think that taking care of yourself, may it's a snowball's effect. If you're not taking care of yourself, uh, that might compound your anxiety. I know I get anxiety when I let things like that slip. And then I worry. And then I'm thinking at night as opposed to sleeping. But if you have a successful day of uh, making good choices and then, you know, taking a few walks, getting your steps in, um, you might be able to turn that around slowly. Give yourself plenty of time. Took you a long time to get fucked up. It's going to take time to unfuck yourself. Look at Kenny over there. There's going to come a day, Kenny, when you're sleeping again at night and you don't have your back problems. Okay, they're coming. So in the meantime, just keep keep eating like a champ, masturbating nonstop, uh, and looking forward to a new day when your back is not fucked. Please keep me informed. I am just so sad that that happened to you. Nikki says, I did sleep six and a half hours the other day. I exercised and did a lot of cleaning. I felt great yesterday. Nice. Okay. Build on it. Do it again. Uh, Ryan says, uh, I don't like to admit it, but during my college days, I was so unhappy with myself. I developed an eating disorder. I have very bad mental issues with being a fatty. Dude, 
Today you won't. Today you won't. Move. You're going to have another great day today. We don't, we're not worrying about what we were. We're not worried about where we're going. We're just worried about today, you slobs. Of course, Hurricane Ashley writes, Working from home is tough. Those hot girl walks are important. Winter sucks. Uh, Ryan says that's fantastic advice, Eric. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's all about keeping things simple here. Keeping it simple. Uh, Becca Shea, same thing, one day at a time. Um, it's Yes, it, I, I was talking to my doctor. I said, I, I know what to do. I mean, I, I beat alcohol. I beat the shit out of alcohol. And I did it uh, by one day at a time. And now it's effortless. It's an impossibility that I would ever drink alcohol. Absolutely. Uh, now I need to take that type of uh, ability and just transfer over, you know, to this pig out thing. It's tougher, actually, because you got to eat. It's actually harder to quit uh, eating like fuck than it is to, uh, in my opinion, alcohol for me. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by Dots Homestyle Pretzels. In this bag, this, this is the greatest pretzel that has ever been made. I'm not kidding you. You'll notice the bag's not open. No, actually it is open, but I didn't open it. I'm not going to fuck with you guys. I'm not lying. Queen of the Forest, uh, we're packing for this trip. And uh, I did not pack that. And uh, she goes, oh, hey, I left those out for a reason. I go, what's up? And uh, she goes, you got it. Those are snacks. We're bringing those snacks. That and the kettle crunch chips. I was like, fuck. So I'm like, yeah. Of course, of course. That does make my uh, effort a little bit more difficult. Then I probably will have some. That's a thing. I think we got somebody up. Uh, that's the thing. You got to, I'm going I'm to have a, a, a handful here uh, at some point, maybe with a meal. But I got to do this smart. I got to do this smart. So this lady, I was talking about this with on one of the other podcasts. I don't know. That's Dot. Her name's Dorothy. I got to interview her. I'd love to interview her. Uh, she's literally a local business owner made by Dot's Pretzels, uh, Velva, North Dakota. And she's a billionaire now because she made good pretzels. So much better. Than, if you're like uh, the guy who runs Rolled Gold or any other pretzel company, and you know you're everybody loves your pretzels, and then someone says, "Hey, boss, we got some competition. This this dot here has made a great pretzel." And he's like, "Ah, bullshit! I'm Mister Rolled Gold." And then you know he tries one of dots. He's like, "Oh no, we're fucked." She has taken what we made 
and made it a billion times better. My God. So the latest thing I'm doing at home is because, again, we have four containers of ice cream, all the drumsticks, all the uh, orange creamsicles, things I love are there. And now, if it were me, I would just throw them all out. Um, but I think I would get in big trouble if I did that. So what I'm doing is I'm slowly but surely throwing them out. Like on Monday, I threw out one container of ice cream. And then on Wednesday, I threw out a few of the drumsticks. So it's like over time. So she doesn't like if I just went and threw all that shit out, the fucking freezer would be empty. All right. So I got to like, if I do it this way, she'll be like, it'll, she won't even notice, you know? Um, now we are both doing separate things. We both would love to turn back the hands of time. I'm doing my thing. And I long time I learned, a long time ago I learned, don't make her do her thing. If she does it, great. Uh, and if I happen to lose the weight, if I am successful, I can promise you she will follow suit. And I'm not saying I will be successful. I, I will tell you that today I'm going to work very hard not to eat like an asshole. And get my steps in. That's it. Isn't it crazy to think that at one point, not that long ago, 2016, the um, I would put hundreds of miles a week, either by swimming, biking, or running. Remarkable. Now... I'm trying to get in a few walks. Father time is a bitch. Um, when I was sitting with Charity Scam Mike and my stepsister Elizabeth, I was like, can you believe it? We actually got old. We never, th can you believe that this has happened? We never thought we would ever fucking get old. And here we are. We got aches and pains and shit. Oh, shit, fuck. My God. Hang on. I hear something outside. I don't know what it is. It's some type of like humming. And I don't know where it, I don't know where it's coming from. All right. Uh, I hope I'm still connected. I'm getting the impression I might not be. Where the fuck is my phone? Now I'm all confused. All right. Um, I have to tell you this story. But before I do that, I got to get my phone. Hang on. My dad is up. He's walking around out there. And I open the door. He goes, hey. And he's got a handful of sticks. Now, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, I have talked to you about how... Uh, I love to walk around here and pick up sticks. I got that from him. He's out there fucking picking up sticks. Uh, I apologize. 
I think uh, I was lost on the chat or lost the stream. I have no idea. It has something to do with the uh, the internet here. It is it is not the best. So, um, by the way, I uh, I'm planning on doing a Monday show from here. Um, that is if we stay, if we stay till Monday, I think we will. Uh, if not, it'll be a normal show on uh, Monday from uh, the Fear Bunker studio back at home. Okay. I've been meaning to get to this story. This is fantastic. So the community of uh, Bel Air, Michigan is is north of here. It's around an area known as Traverse City, which is beautiful. Um, and uh, the lady, there's a lady who works at the old folks home, senior care facility. She comes uh, walking in to start the day, and uh, there's a dog in the area you walk in. There's a couch there, and the dog's asleep on the couch. She's like, what the fuck? So they call animal control, and they they come get the dog. And then a a few days uh, pass, and the same lady comes in, and the dog is there again. What the fuck is going on? Now, this is the facility where I guess there's someone always there and you can, the uh, the people who live there can come and go as they please. I guess it's like an old folks home with, who um, like Wally, he lives in a uh, uh, an apartment with assistance is what it is. It's not like, um, you know, everybody is infirmed and like that. So you can actually... Uh, get in and out when you want. So if you walk up to the automatic doors, they will open. And that's what the dog's doing. So uh, that's happened twice. And then a, another few days passes and uh, the dog is there again. I know this sounds like a joke, but it's not. It was an article in the Detroit Free Press. Well, what was happening was there's an animal shelter near there. And... uh the dog climbed a 10 foot i'm not kidding a 10 foot chain link uh, chain link fence sometimes dogs have that ability to do that i had a dog that used to be able to climb a chain chain link uh, chain link fence why can't i say that word named sarah you couldn't keep her in anything this dog climbed out of the animal shelter and then they they're not sure how the dog got over the privacy fence. There's a privacy fence there too. And a six foot privacy fence crossed a busy road, wandered over to the old folks home and went in the lobby, uh, picked up, brought back, same thing, picked up, brought back, same thing. So after the third time, the people who work at the facility, and this is the pooch right here. This is the dog. Look at that dog. Fantastic. Scout is the dog's name. Looks to be like a shepherd something. I don't know. Uh, A few nights later, there was Scout back on the same couch in the nursing home lobby. Somehow he again scaled the 10-foot chain link fence, six-foot solid privacy fence, crossed a highway without getting smashed, entered the front door unnoticed, jumped onto the same couch as before, made himself at home for the night. Brought back to the shelter again. Meadowbrook Medical uh, Care Facilities, a long-term medical care residence. About an hour northeast of Traverse City. 
cares mostly for seniors. Some of, uh, well, I guess it is for more serious cases. Um, but anyway, there are 82 beds split between several smaller households. For some reason, this is the place Scout the dog decided to make his home. So now you know what they did? They adopted him. They adopted Scout, and now he's like therapy dog. And the dog was kind of all fucked up, too, because uh, somebody had shot the dog leading up to, um, um, I don't know, what is he? Is he mauling this guy here? What is going on? Scout has free reign at Glacier Hill, which has, houses about 20 seniors. He wanders the halls at will, lies down wherever he wishes, and visits residents whenever the mood strikes him. I hope he doesn't, like, take a dump everywhere. I mean, because that, he would, his, uh, he'd wear out his welcome really fast. Yeah, the dog had signs of abuse, like its behavior made it seem like uh, it had been through the ringer. I mean, how, you know how Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, is over here. Uh, he got the shit beat out of him, and now he's, you know. What's that a line from the, uh, uh, wasn't there a line in a song? God, it's in my brain. Some classic rocker. Um, I think it was Led Zeppelin or something like that. End up like a dog that's been beat too much. You know? God, what the fucking was that? Was that that song, Black Dog? By Led Zeppelin. You end up like a dog that's been beat too much. That doesn't feel right. It's Springsteen, for God's sake. I remember now. Um, he learned how to get into the uh, residents' rooms by jumping up. And uh, using his paw to pull down on door handles. And he knows which residents keep dog dog biscuits in their walkers to give to him. My God. And then they discovered one of the residents having sex with the dog. And that's where it all ended. I'm totally kidding. I couldn't do that to you. So Scout has uh, made a name for himself with these old folks. Look at the dog. Oh, my God. Look at Scout. He's fantastic. If you're listening to the uh, audio podcast, I will click, click, uh, I'll link up the story. You can click on it and see for yourself this awesome dog. My God, I don't know. I cannot, um, there are, you know, I don't know about you, but when I encounter people in my life who say they don't like dogs, I don't like them. I, you know, seriously. I look at them with a raised eyebrow the way Jamingo looks at a black guy. You know, I, I don't like it at all. I don't like them at all. All right. Great story. I love that story. And now everybody, it's like a therapy dog. Everybody can't wait to start their day and go see the dog. Man, that is awesome. Good job to the folks at the uh, Detroit Free Press for putting that one out. It's a, it's a pretty involved story, too. John Carlisle is the writer. All right. Okay. Um, thank you to King's Room Barbershop, kingsroom.net. You can find everything out about them. They've got uh, three locations, uh, Northland Drive. You've got Caledonia and 821 36th Street next to the costume room. Thank you, 
King's Room Barbershop. Get your hair cut by them. If you're the type of dude, hey, knock it off. That goes to Jude's, Lady Jane's, or Sport Clips. Um, yeah, I know. You might have someone who's a, like who, who you know there who does your hair. Just do me this favor. Try King's Room Barbershop just once. Uh, specifics on their locations, kingsroom.net. If you're a guy, spend your money at King's Room Barbershop. Great local business. Andy and Colleen Skyver are awesome. I love them so much. When you go to King's Room Barbershop, mention your old pal Easy. Kingsroom.net. All walk-ins, no scheduling. Just walk in. Uh, most of your wait is 15 minutes to get your hair cut. Kingsroom.net. Darla. No. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. Online at bluefrostit.com. Uh, uh, if your business is in need of any tech upgrades, and you might, by the way, uh, Windows 10 is leaving. Uh, do the upgrade right. Reach out to Berlin. Um, damn it. Reach out to Blue Frost. Berlin's next. Reach out to Blue Frost IT. 616-285-50. I'm fucking this up. 616-285-50 for Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider for this podcast. Thank you so much to them. Also, shout out to Berlin Raceway racing this weekend. Two weeks left in the schedule. BerlinRaceway.com for tickets. 14 bucks a pop, 15 and under free, parking free. Bring a cooler with all your goodies. No glass, no alcohol. BerlinRaceway.com. I will be there next weekend for the um, honorary um, uh, Cole Lutz race. Sit with me and Cole Lutz at Berlin Raceway. And then finally, TC Paintball. Love them so much tcpaintballgr.com typically on Fridays I do uh, trigger time with Rick but I'm having uh, I have cell phone issues up here so it is just not going to happen but if you want to book an event at TC Paintball for your uh, workplace team friends in the neighborhood kids whatever it may be bachelor party bachelorette party doesn't matter tcpaintballgr.com on today's Patreon the Trump AI voice is running wild. Trump now, uh, they're not sure what happened, but this TV station or TV network planned to have Trump call in. And then what they got, though, was either an impersonator or an AI voice. I think it was an impersonator. Um, and, I mean, if I had a Trump impersonator, I would do this. Now, I don't have a Trump impersonator. I have Trump. Um, but you know, this is a story that I maybe even want to save this for next week, or maybe I can just rehash it with them. But I, yeah, I got to cover it on the Patreon. These, these people are doing this interview with Trump and it's, it's obvious it's not Trump. I mean, it sounds kind of like Trump. Like when I have Trump on, there's no way you could ever think that that was like a Trump impersonator because it's Trump. Uh, but an impersonator, you can tell. And that happened. Also, uh, one of the piece of shit Proud Boys was just sentenced. I got to break that down. Jamingo's actually pissed off about that. Uh, YouTube sensation Ruby Frankie likes to, on her YouTube channel, give parenting tips. This is bad. And 
Why aren't umbrellas on beaches banned? Okay, why are they not banned? And why are jarts banned? That comes up on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Folks, I appreciate you as always. Thank you for being here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Talk to you then. Have a good one. Bye-bye.